BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Barra. And I'm Rob Gunther. It's Thursday, October 13th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. Honestly, I would love slash maybe hate to see Putin riding a tractor shirtless through his yard. But first, here's the latest. The House January 6th committee wrapped its final public hearing this afternoon. For more than two hours, committee members laid out key findings from their investigation. Committee co-chair Liz Cheney said that their work has answered many questions about Donald Trump's actions in the days and weeks leading up to the attack, enough to recommend several people be criminally charged, and enough to implement legislative changes to prevent future attacks. But a key task remains. We must seek the testimony under oath of January 6th central player. Cheney continued. So this afternoon... I am offering this resolution that the committee direct the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump in connection with the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Here's committee chair Benny Thompson. We also recognize that a subpoena to a former president is a serious and extraordinary action. That's why we want to take this step in full view of the American people, especially because the subject matter at issue is so important to the American people and the stakes are so high for our future and our democracy. And with that, the committee secretary called each member to vote. Mr. Chairman, on this vote, there are nine ayes and zero noes. The resolution is agreed to. It is, however, unlikely that Donald Trump will comply. Nicholas Cruz, who killed 14 students and three staff members in Parkland, Florida in 2018, will not receive the death penalty. The judge read out all 17 counts against Cruz, with victims' families sobbing and visibly upset by the jury's recommendation of life in prison instead. They spent just over a day deliberating the 23-year-old's fate, after he pleaded guilty last year to the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. It seems like Walgreens' pandemic boom is over. The company posted a 5.3% drop in revenue this quarter. Administering fewer vaccines, a drop in home deliveries, and investment in restructuring the business are some of the reasons behind the decline. But Walgreens did make more money than expected, and shares of the company are up. Listen, this is something I've known all along. It turns out exercise might not be so good for you after all. 
Okay, just kidding. Exercise if you're wearing a sports bra, at least. New testing on sports bras from brands like Athleta, Nike, and Asics found that the products contain 22 times the safe limit of BPA, which is a toxic chemical compound that can lead to asthma and cardiovascular disease. You ever have that experience where you're cooking over a gas stove and you accidentally put your arm too close to the flame and your skin doesn't burn, but all the hairs on the edge get singed and they start curling at the tips? Wouldn't it be great if we could bottle that very specific smell of burned hair? That's how I'm imagining Elon Musk's pitch must have gone for his latest product. Yes, it's a perfume that smells like burning hair. I mean, I don't get it, but he must be onto something. The world's richest man announced it this week and says it's already sold 10,000 bottles at $100 a pop. It's described on his website as the essence of repugnant desire. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. A rare public display of dissent in Beijing targeting Chinese President Xi Jinping has quickly been removed from social media. Protesters briefly hung banners from a bridge this morning, taking issue with China's leadership and zero COVID policies in particular. The stunt came just days before China's twice-a-decade assembly, where Xi may seek to extend his rule with a third term. Authorities acted quickly. Some users who had posted photos on Chinese social media sites say their accounts have been locked, and CNN says protesters were no longer there by the time reporters arrived. Donald Trump has started a second business. It's called the Trump Organization 2. You might be familiar with the former president's current business, the Trump Organization, which is in serious legal danger from New York State's attorney general. Trump registered his second business in Delaware the same day that AG Letitia James announced her lawsuit accusing the first business of staggering fraud. James is worried that Trump might try to transfer assets to Trump Org 2 in order to skirt penalties. So she's asked a judge to make sure no transfer can take place without court approval. Kroger, the largest supermarket operator in the country, may be poised to buy competitor Albertsons, the second largest, in an all-cash offer by the end of the week. Trading on shares of Albertsons were briefly halted after news leaked. The new company would be one of the largest employers in the U.S., with several hundred thousand workers each. It's unclear if the Biden administration, which has taken a more aggressive antitrust posture than previous administrations, will okay the deal. Scientists have figured out a way to transplant brain cells from humans into the brains of baby rats. Now, they're not trying to create some sort of a rat army with human consciousness. It's all to study conditions related to the brain, like autism or schizophrenia. For example, scientists implanted brain cells from a person with a rare genetic disease called Timothy syndrome into the rats. They saw the effects of that disease in the rats within months. The researchers hope this work will help them learn how certain conditions affect the human brain, which has always been particularly difficult to study. The investigation into the murder of Las Vegas journalist Jeff Gehrman last month is testing the boundaries of press freedoms. Let me explain. Prosecutors have charged Robert Tellez for his death. 
Teles was a sitting elected official at the time and allegedly killed Gehrman for critical investigations into his office. Police want access to Gehrman's computer for possible evidence, but that is a big no-no for journalists. Federal and state laws protect reporters' confidential sources. Laws, the Las Vegas Review-Journal says, take precedent over even possibly helping bring justice to his murderer. A judge is still trying to work out a compromise. Time for us to play our weekly game to headlines and a lie. And in Dave's absence, Rob Gunther is back to play with me this week. Welcome, Rob. Hey, how's it going? Very glad to be here. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. Yeah, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So Maddie, can you please remind our listeners how the game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than anything that promises to detoxify you. Is that an apple cider slam? <laughs> that's a that's a slam on every multivitamin, everything. I have a lot of hot, hot take opinions. Uh, <laughs> so Rebecca and Rob, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. And Rob, last time we played against each other, you did lose to me, partly because you were so terrified of a headline about vasectomies that you convinced yourself it was fake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rebecca, Rebecca, I thought this was a daily news show. That is so old news. I am grounded (laughs) in the present moment. My mind is set on a win here. Maddie, give us this week's headlines. So headline A, American tourist smashes ancient statue at the Vatican after being denied a meeting with the Pope. Headline B, Little Debbie mascot comes out as gay on National Coming Out Day this week. And headline C, leader of Belarus gifts Putin a tractor for his 70th birthday. Oh. Hmm. Oh, damn it. Here's the deal. I know there are tractors involved in the Russian war in Ukraine, and I know everyone was making fun of Putin on his 70th birthday. But I don't know if that headline has been tweaked to be confusing and therefore it is fake because those other two sound very real to me. American tourist up to shenanigans somewhere in another country. Totally believable. Little Debbie coming out as gay. Love it. Want it to be real. Yeah, I'm with you, Rebecca. I mean, I definitely caught the news that Velma from Scooby-Doo is officially as canonically gay as of as oh, of this yeah. week. And this is, sort of makes me think that like this also could be another brand doing the same thing. A, definitely, I think is real. You know, as an American, I also feel entitled for an audience with the Pope. And how dare they not grant this man the request? And then C, C is kind of like, yeah, I'm on the fence. I mean, like, I don't understand the nuances of gift giving for a seven-year-old despot. I mean, maybe that's appropriate. I think if I had to pick, I would pick, I would pick B as the fake one. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm very confused. But I'm, I'm going to go with, with headline C as the fake one. The fake headline is headline B, the Little Debbie character coming out as gay. So Rob is the winner. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. This is, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I knew it. I got two in my head. You know what, Rob? Congratulations. You guys don't have a lot of faith in uh, American tourists. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the real headlines, Maddie. So yeah, a disgruntled American tourist smashed two ancient statues at the Vatican last week. He did this after his request to meet the Pope was denied. The 2,000-year-old pieces were apparently minor works, and they are now going through restoration. 
It's not totally clear what he wanted to talk to the Pope about or honestly why on earth he thought he was entitled to that. But my guess is that it had something to do with the Pope Mobile's extended warranty. (laughs) The spam calls weren't going through. You had to talk to him. I want to talk to you about your extended warranty, Pope. (laughs) And what about this other headline? So you probably know that Vladimir Putin turned 70 last week, and one of the stranger gifts he received was a tractor from the president of Belarus. Apparently, the tractor industry is the pride of Belarus, which is really kind of sad. Like, is that all you got? (laughs) But the Belarusian president, Lukashenko, told reporters he uses a similar tractor in his own garden. and. Honestly, I would love slash maybe hate to see Putin riding a tractor shirtless through his yard. (laughs) Man, I was way off on that. Maddie, thank you so much. Rob, congratulations. I'm very happy with myself right now. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rob Gunther. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.